playing server 34, you get a complimentary where did Nona touch you doll? <laughs> or we could sell T Rob Deuce could sell our, our Nona T shirts. <laughs> That's right. Ancillary stream for you there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can see me making dozens of dollars. I like it. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. I don't know, man. With this server, there's there's a lot of expenditure. I can get Epi to buy some. He'll buy it. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, before, would. I joined, before I joined Nona, we could have made a fortune on a Fuck You Chef shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I still have hope. We should monetize the uh, the hate that there is for us. I heard a child. Yep. We're, we have an invader from next door. Oh, boy. So what you're suggesting is... Go that's actually the person away. that plays. <laughs> that's, who does my, that's who does all my grinding for me, right? <laughs> hey, Inch, did you invite anybody uh, outside of the Alliance? Um, I did not. Okay. Um, other than, you know, Salt and Cube. Right. You should, you should get grog. If you can invite, yeah. If you want to throw a grazi an invite, that's fucking cool. Well, let me. Fuck Sorry, I, I swear too much. Feel free to. Uh, I'll try to keep it clean. Well, you, you haven't you haven't heard Rev's uh, Twitch stream. <laughs> Wait, is this a PG thirteen room? I well, I mean, no, usually, usually not at all. Okay, cool, cool. I don't care what y'all do. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Um, we're sinners without sin. That you got? Think you broke my brain there? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Really I'm just shocked wait, wait. I'm not red locked yet today. That's a great new feature. So. Let's see, where is this? Where's Twisted? Poor Twisted. There he is. Where's Twisted? Oh, there he is. I'm just, I'm just listening to the audience being a stalker. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah? Are you recording this for your show, Rev? You know, the talk show that is not hosted by a right-wing wacko intro? Are you doing a recording? Jesus. Well, look, stop, stop breaking, Rev. Jesus, three steps back. Right wing wacko? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> felon. No, I am your host, Rev Deuce. Um, <laughs> yes? Question mark. Um, maybe. Right. Uh, I mean, I could record it for you. Are you gonna do your fancy intro music? I'm still stuck on the right wing wacko. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I think. I think we're all stuck on that one. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. You don't remember that because radio that's the boys. The radio talk show is not hosted by right wing wacko or convicted felon. No, I am your host. Write down our toll toll free telephone number. You're going to need it. One eight hundred five eight hundred Tom. Tom Likas. That was Tom Likas' old intro. So, fun fact about Rev: I am a millennial. We don't listen to radio, so I will not catch any of your radio references. Yeah, I mean, I know, 
I know who Tom Likas is, and if that's that's even a stretch for me, brother. I mean, if you make a Joe Rogan podcast reference, got you. I know podcast. Um, radio? No, that's dead. Who does radio anymore? I mean, I that know. hurts me a little bit, but I feel. I you. don't even listen to radio, and I'm on radio every week. I don't even listen to radio. So call me, call me on my landline, and we'll talk about it later. Oh Yikes. my god. How about I just shoot you a page? I'm going to hit your beeper up. and Yeah. yeah. By the way, does anyone still remember their pager number? I remember mine. Chef out here still cooking with baby carrots. Like it's 1985. <laughs> with a sprig of parsley on the side. There you go. Got to decorate that plate. Oh, no. Don't get me started on non-edible garnishes. If there's a direction I do not want the conversation to go, you have just <laughs> nailed it. Is non-edible garnish. <laughs> so okay. about I the core. Yes, we found Nona's line. That's yeah. we won't cross that line. Cool. Glad we All can right. determine that here in the beginning. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, hey, everyone knows the rules. We're not talking about non-edible garnishes. If you do, you're out. I almost had a panic attack. That's some deep okay. shit. Well, <laughs> I, I do have a question because I got in a couple there. We were reading a line chat for one of the questions. I just don't want to forget to ask is uh, I know that a bunch of Nona people were wanting you to, if you could help discuss the value of different tiers of the new officers. So which officer you just talking about the like anti-Trinity officers specifically, you know, the or... March, all of them. The new, the new Klingon ones. Okay, so what exactly about them? Like how they work? I mean, the percentages or... Okay. Yeah, be specific, because I mean... Are you well, asking how would you use Martok's Dodge versus a Kang, or... Yeah, but also the fact that, you know, at what level are they good at? I mean, to me, I still think of them as cadets. Um, when would you use them? Where would you use them? Just give us some, you know, some um, hypotheticals. That's all. Well, the tricky thing with the new anti-Trinity officers, so the Martoks, the Gowrons, the Bayels, is when you can actually use them and deploy them. Now, the good thing is, in terms of use, because they are direct counters and they actually start off stronger, and what I mean by that is, so like an Ensign, they're 200%, so they go 200, 500, 800, 1100, 1400, Whereas the Trinity officers go 100, 200, 400, 800, 1600. So for the first four tiers, the anti-Trinity are actually a better percentage than the Trinity. The problem, though, is probably the only group seeing heavy use out of them right now are whales in the 40s and 50s because Marcus, Kang, and Charvenik have become like a default. Everybody uses them. So now there's a purpose to go with these officers instead or to just run like straight critical hull breach builds and go for pure damage instead of going for uh, the mitigation runs. The tricky thing is if you, if you know what you're fighting, it's easier to load out. So, I mean, if you are in an enterprise, for example, and you know they're going to come at you with Marcus, then you can counter that pretty easily by just boosting your shield deflection even more, because if you're boosting it by 1,100% based on a stat, and they're you know trying to degrade it based off 1,200 or 800% on a stat or even 1,600 on a stat, you're probably going to manage to stay above it. But it's going to be really dependent on you knowing what you're fighting. 
if you're in an enterprise, it's pretty easy. Almost everybody uses Marcus against enterprises. But if you're, say, you know, in a Centurion or a Bordis or a Gladius, or even if you're going up into like you're sitting in your Valdor, or even if you're in your Pillum, is it as useful? You got to know what's coming at you. Because if you're getting attacked by some ru somebody running, say, you know, Yuki, Honor Guard, Wharf, and uh, Lorca, just because they're going for pure damage bonus with anti-Rama and shield strip, and then then you boosting your mitigation by the same stat doesn't do you anything. You wasted an officer spot. Right. That's exactly what I was saying. You're wasting an officer spot. The, the other tricky part is, let's say you, let, let's use a Pillum as an example. Obviously, its main factor is dodge. So we were just talking about Martok. If you're being chased by a, you know, Newton, Martok doesn't help you out anyway. So that Newton's not going to be getting above your natural mitigation. It's not going to overcome that dodge, even if it had a Kang, because you got a stat stack so high to get there. A max Kang against a base Pillum, you, your dodge is so high, it's probably only going to drop the points 10 or 15 unless you just did not remember to stack your ship correctly in terms of stats. So it really depends on the specific... Like, I don't want to bring it to territory. I'll put it that way. I generally don't bring them as a primary PvP crew to a territory fight because I'm going to fight everything there. I'll go more general. But if you've got that one dick who just won't get off your ass, then you know how to beat him because you can load out this specific crew. I'm right well, here. Well. You don't need to talk around me. Jeez. I was going to say that. <laughs> well, like, if, if I want to, like, lay out importance, who's more important, getting Martok maxed or getting Tomalock maxed? Tomalock, 100%, because it's an anti-faction officer. And you'll use anti-factions from a general sense more than you'll use anti-mitigation or anti-piercing in this case. So they're good. It's just... What are you fighting? And it's easier to load it out on something like an Enterprise, but if you're running just something random, knowing how they work is more important, then do I use these? Are they a tier for tier, or are they magic officers that you only have to get them to a level two to beat a level four of a traditional Trinity? Are they really tier for tier? Well, like I said from the beginning, tier to tier, tiers one through four, they're naturally better than the Trinity. They have a higher percentage. Now, the percentage doesn't mean shit if you can't stack a stat. So if, let's say, you've got a maxed Martok, but you only put 10,000 stats underneath him, then if you've got a Tier 4 uh, Kang, but has 25,000 stats, that Kang's going to probably do better. So yeah. it's still dependent on how much you can actually put on your boat. Because another thing is, if you got a maxed Martok, but you got a Tier 3 faction ship, well, you, it doesn't matter. Because you don't have enough stats in those officer slots to make that useful. So, and even at the max, a tier five anti Trinity will generally beat a tier five Trinity officer if it's attacking your natural uh, stat. So, for example, Enterprise, easiest one to use as an example, the Enterprise has more shield deflection. So, if somebody comes at you with Marcus and you've got a tier five Galron on there as well, you're going to beat or be better than a tier five Marcus because you've already got the natural um, protection of your shield deflection being high. Then you're going to boost it even more. It's very difficult to beat that. It's doable, but it's probably going to outlast and, and simply do better. Once again, you got to know that's what's coming. So know your officers. 
Yeah, I mean, because if they come at you with TOS Kirk, TOS Uhura, and Honor Guard Wharf, well, that Gowron just fucked you. Hopefully, y'all are okay with cussing. Fuck you. Yeah, no, no, no. You say whatever the fuck you want, man. It's good. Well, so, uh, normally, you know, YouTube streams, I'm, I don't say things, you know, so it's just, yeah, like any adult in America, I cuss. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. In Emerald fact, says, I'll get people if they tell me not to cuss. And every 12 year old boy. Stop cussing, Parsi, bitch. All right. Emerald says <laughs> tier for tier. New anti-trinity officers are better until tier five, at which point they're only a mostly counter. The only thing that I would add to what Emerald says is even at tier five, they are a direct counter. If you're going against something that's trying to purposely drop your main mitigation stat and that's what you're boosting. We're not talking about fights where you're bringing Galron on a pillum simply so that you have a second mitigation stat that's ridiculously high, thus trying to throw off the uh, the, the algorithm. But in general, as rares, it's I was actually pretty stunned to see them mark them up as high as they did. Also, a hell of a lot easier to max out. Right. Has, Did I has answer what you had, Chef? Or yeah, yeah, no, that was perfect. I I don't have anything else to add other than if I was gonna. I had another officer question. Was is anybody else tracking the fact that I've I've got him at sixty four to sixty six percent when he was still at base value? Epic War fires a lot. Well, yeah, that's the point. I mean, yeah. a tier a tier one wharf with basically any ship is over fifty percent. Yeah, because you yeah. naturally, I mean, chef, you're a little bit higher level, so you're getting closer to having like a natural critical chance of almost twenty. But tier one wharf basically takes everybody to where theoretically every round, at least one of your weapons is hitting a critical. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a forty nine now, but I can Are open up a north cut. But I can open up a north cut. I, I haven't gotten the Newton. You're still a baby then. I so. know. <laughs> 49. I, 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 I'm wearing my diaper. Have you made the decision if you're going to nut up and actually go get an uncommon, or are you going to just play it slow now and get you a Tribune or something? No, I'm, I'm going for I'm. I got my mind set on a North Cut, even though okay. you don't. There's nothing I don't like it. I just I like the Vorcha more. And now that they've added this impulse research, there's even less reason to not like the battleships. I'm just, I just haven't, I just don't have the rep on the ROM side to, to go that route. That's why you got to have kids and tell them to uh, go do this. Oh, I have tried. <laughs> I've tried immensely. You kind of respect the fact that Northcott's aerodynamic, though. I mean, you know. <laughs> I, just know, kills me. <laughs> I just know when I'm thinking out Saladar, Salazar today was so pretty. It was so fucking pretty. Oh. Having Rex swoop in and block Saladar's ba MBD's base raid, oh, it was a beautiful thing. Where did it go, Rex? With his north cut. All right. So, what else we got? So I've got a question. I'm level 40, nearly 41, fully free to play, never spent a penny. I grinded out most of my primes, the original primes from scrapping ships at around about level 34. Mm -hmm. Um. The other primes, are they ever going to release them in some way where we can get them without paying for them? Whether that be away teams or some other method, which is like, uh, you know, even if it's a long, a long grind, is, is, or even like a vent store or something. But the, the other primes, which are basically pay only, 
I Short answer one. is yes at some point. Long answer is no idea when that's going to be. And the time frame that they use on that is not something static. Like there's not an actual really good system set up for it. It varies. And then the last aspect of that is because Star Trek Fleet Command at the moment is extremely undermanned in terms of their game design team, their DevOps team, their community management team, that they're trying to go through a massive hiring spree. There's a lot of shit getting forgotten. Like we were promised mm -hmm. to have level 40 plus updates to like Swarm Sunday literally a year ago. Has yet to happen. To be honest, so, I'd, I'd, I'd just settle for a stable app at the moment. It's just, it crashes like anything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's usually more affected to iPhone users. So, yep. but yeah, yeah iPhone users. it does it on the PC as well, though. It's like uh, we were doing a TC the other day and like literally. Every 30 seconds, I was getting kicked out. I could barely get a kill, barely get a hit. It was just kicking me out every 30 seconds. Terrible. Mm -hmm. We apologize for Nidroid. He doesn't speak English. It's German. Uh, you guys don't <laughs> speak English. You guys speak American. Yeah, yeah, that's as good, yeah. <laughs> um, I work for a German company, but yeah, I, do. I don't really speak German. No, I, I'm British, but like, I got stuck on what? American That's server. What? That's what that is? No Shut way. It. Oh, man. I, I, I got it stuck. All wrong. Put another stuck shrimp on the Barbie, mate. I, 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 I thought you were 7 Eleven <laughs> myself. I, I had no idea he was a Kiwi. So. <laughs> if only. I'd like to live there. But um, yeah, it's. I don't know why I got stuck on this American server, but never mind. Stuck with you a lot now. Were you like in America at the time? No, no. I, I was one of the first ones on Server 34, so I don't know. Do you use a VPN a... by chance? Nope. I just don't that know if it was like a... Yeah, I don't know if it was like a new server or something, and it was, it was just looking for players for it or something like Because when I joined the server, it was, it was practically brand new. There was barely anyone above like level 15. Yeah, when they open up servers, usually they'll open them up in each region at the same time. So it'll be like four more US, two more Europe, two more APAC. So. Yeah, the, the strange thing is, though, I've got a friend to sign up, and he got on the same server as well. I mean, he quit like level twenty six or something. So, um, but yeah, t there was two of us, two Brits in it. Hmm. That's interesting. Indeed. Anyway, all right. So, so primes will come at some point, maybe. If they yeah, that's be the whole to code it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um. There's, you know, you can and you are you can get eighty percent of the primes you need free to play as it is. There's just a couple of annoying ones like the new Prime Survival and the PvP one. There, there's no way to yeah. get those without spending at the moment. Prime Warp would be nice as well. Nay, just start spending money like the rest of us. New principle. I'm going to give them my time, but I'm not going to give them a dime. Exactly. Too much of my fucking time. Yeah. So I'll branch off to a different question then for you, Rev. Is there any, yeah. because the I'll tell you, I saw your episode about the the vip server which i'm on and i would disagree with almost everything you said <laughs> it's aren't you on it it's terrible it's a total pos they give no information there have been two talks in three years two days where they had uh devs that you could talk to and ask questions for about an hour and that's the only interaction you have it's basically a little bit better customer service but as mm -hmm. there's there's zero information on that on that website or on that Discord or whatnot, have you heard any more grumblings uh, about potentially changing the 1500 hostile limit? The supposed anti bot. Well, it's not an anti bot, it's an anti well. 
So yeah. let's point that out. Uh, as far as the VIP, it's as good as you use it because there are many players in Wales who know everything that's coming within weeks of it happening because of that server. So also y'all have two community managers where the regular game currently has none. So yeah, it's as annoying as a shit fest it is. And no, I'm not in there. Uh, it does still have a lot of value if you are, you know, annoying the shit out of the people that are in there, essentially. Basically, you get direct access that nobody else gets. You know, like you're even if you've only got two direct one hour Q and A's. Guess how many the community gets of that? Zero. Exactly. So the fact that you have got uh, old man, one of the ops directives in there that you can bug. Granted, he hasn't he's, been super. He's never active. answered. Yeah, never. Well, he answers some people because they'll send me his answers. It's just hmm. maybe they just don't like you, Inch. Well, you know, nobody likes me. I'm used to. Yeah, it. exactly. Give yeah, my family. <laughs> I mean, hell, they, they don't even like Scott. He just spends a lot of money, so they give him a system. Nobody so. <laughs> like Charles Manson, but they still followed him. So the, the, that's the tricky thing with the VIP. Like, it's frustrating because, honestly, I think that y'all should be handled better because you are VIPs, and whether you're spending 35000 a year or three fifty a year, which there are people doing that, you know, it's just like a casino. The VIPs need to be taken care of so that they'll continue to fund the game. They don't really do a good job of that at any level, but it is better than... So, like, if we're down here in the slums and the shit level, you're at least in, like, the homeless shelter level. You shouldn't be in the VIP level. You're the homeless shelter level, and that's a little bit of an improvement. But. At least I got a pot to piss in over here. Exactly. I mean, it's not a great pot. It's been used many times, but... Mm -hmm. yeah. But you haven't heard anything about any changing that? Because, I mean, that's what, obviously, everybody knows. It's not anti-botting, even though that's what they say it is. But it's it's anti-progression. Yeah, even though we already have multiple whales at level 60 with like the Rotarn and everything, mm -hmm. there's no talks to change it at all. So that's, eh, that's not like not they did their own number crunching and they're like, well, a lot of people don't even do it anyway. And the ones that did, they were progressing too fast, and then we'll use the botting excuse. So yeah, I mean. And now the bots are doing other things like replaying mission trees and now you've got these accounts with 60,000 missions completed so they're going to get banned so i wouldn't recommend looking how to do that but because that's an easy one to prove you're botting yeah there's your profile says you've completed 200,000 missions i wonder how you did that because <coughs> there's only 2,000 missions in the game you know maybe just do 1,998 or hell, just me progressing through the game in three years, I'm almost at 2,000. So, like, you, you don't want to leave a paper trail of what you're doing. And what they're doing is they're redoing, like, the main quest line so that, well, they're having bots and stuff do it. What happens is, is you get the higher-level quest lines, you start actually getting some decent uncommon payouts. And while it's not a lot to do at once, if you did that same mission a thousand times, well, that's a lot of resources, uncommons and stuff. So uh, They're starting to get bans for that. I had no idea they could replay them. Yeah, there's a way to rig the system. Hmm. But at the same time, so you're going to get banned because it's obvious you're doing it. Yeah. You mean there's bugs in the game? Yeah, a couple. Believe it or not. I know. It feels like a very stable game. But no. Huh. Yeah, I know. I've, I've never had an issue. Yeah, me either. Me either. They're called features, not bugs. Love it, Emerald. <laughs> Love it. Game's more stable than my high school girlfriend, that's for sure. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> Here it comes. Here First it of comes. all, why are you dating someone that's currently in high school, sir? We might have to call My the girlfriend when I was in high school, knucklehead. Sure, change the story <laughs> now. You hang out with Chef. I expect the worst. That's true. Hey, I am a fine, well-adjusted individual, and I hang out with Chef. You're the one that reached out to me. You're the worst of the lot. God, there's a restraining order here somewhere. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what they've been telling you, but it's not true. Okay. Uh, it's all true. Yeah, AMG. Yeah, look, perverts, it's, all caps. It's, it's all true. Every bit of it. Absolutely, every bit of it. It's See, the worst it. one. The worst one is AMG. She's the worst. Oh yeah. One. Well, she just likes to create war on everybody. It's like slow your roll, dude. We like. Yeah. I don't mind. Somebody comes fight, in with but... like a right hand. She just like, oh, that's it. I'm gonna go over there and fuck that motherfucker up. And it's like, yeah. yo, hold on, let's diplo. I mean, her 73 million power destroyed. You would think that she's not the warmonger. She totally is. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers. Well, for my score. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> Those 73 million's rookie numbers. We're going to pump those numbers up. We keep trying. I, yeah, she does. She, 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 she always tries. What's, what's considered minimum for pro numbers? Oh, if you're not well over 250. I mean, that's, that's minimum. Minimum. I mean, top power destroyed on my server is 666 right now. So that's it? Are you talking no, million? Hold on. 6.66 billion is the top. Oh, oh okay, okay. I'm at two billion. <laughs> I've got three point yeah. eight billion. I haven't raided in a year. No, he's talking power destroyed. Oh, yeah, I am too. Three point eight billion. And I haven't, I haven't raided in a year. <laughs> now, oh, what wow. would be a good power destroyed for a level forty one? Uh, <laughs> I mean, how PvP are we talking? Are we talking about like rogue troll or just everything? No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not dry hitting. I'm I'm playing within the rules and within PvP events. Uh, 300 to 500 million then. Because it's really yeah. easy to pump up that score when you're hitting Pillums and Coronars and Corvus. And... Nice. All right. I feel good about my number then. Mm. Hey, Freshy right. has an actual question. What? Yeah, I know. It's pretty wild. Can you talk about the health of the game? Do you have any insights into how many new players we have? I saw your vid that talked about the eight new server merges. Well, yeah, um, the health of the game, which um, if you listen to Discord, is obviously about to collapse tomorrow. Uh, the game's definitely shutting down within two hours. But in terms <laughs> of the health of the game, it's actually healthier than when it launched. And I'm not just trying to scopely shield, but TNG, when it dropped, and the fact that they now have the, I guess you call it regular Star Trek, not the movies, or just the movies, has brought in a shit ton of people. When I mean a shit ton, just since the same time last year, over 100,000 new people. Now, how many of those stay? Obviously not all of them, but you know, coming into 2021, I think the estimated actives is somewhere between 100 and 125,000 people, and now that number is a little bit higher. And they've, in terms of launching new servers, since last summer, like two dozen of them. So even though there's eight servers being merged right now, there's a lot of healthy full servers existing, you know, like 75, which dropped at 74, and those are brand new. 63 is very new and active. And so there's a lot of new players, as well as some older servers that have been out for three years and still have 1,500 daily actives on it, like server 20. 
So the, the game in terms of game health and what it's earning month to month, but I guess it's more important uh, for them in terms of their, you know, the bill they have to pay and their ROI, it's still making as much money, if not more money than what it was doing two years ago. So the game should have at least another three years at minimum. If we're assuming right now it started to plateau, should still stretch for three to five more years. Are they still putting new players on the old service or is that like it now? We're not getting any new blood. Yes and no. It's not a constant thing, but they do open up servers now and again, you know, like server 11, uh, 18 did before it's merger. 20 has had two times where new players have joined. Like right now, server 20, which is an, you know, a launch server has got a bunch of like level twenties, like a few hundred people to run around there. Cause we got opened up at some point for some reason. But generally, it all goes to new servers, and then they'll randomly open up some of the old ones to just give them a little bit more blood. Once again, there's no, like, tried-and-true known system here. Have they ever thought about, though, as the game evolves, like, to cut down on the number of things we have to click on a daily basis? <laughs> I mean... They've said they've thought about it a lot. I mean, an example of getting a little bit better is redoing the UI with the refinery tab, and they have lessened the amount of currencies they introduce since two years ago. It doesn't feel like that way because we've got so many of them sitting in our inventory, but they've tried to head in that direction. At the same time, there's a lot of copy pasta going on. So, yeah, there's the the daily routine now of you know refining everything and opening all the boxes and stuff. It can take a good 10, 15 minutes just to open everything up, especially with a few app crashes in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I don't like... One of the biggest gripes I always have is new currencies, and I do like when a couple of them are really handy, like, you know, photon tokens. That's a great new currency. But, you know, I, to me, I don't understand the idea of why event store currency is different every time. It's the event store. Just give a general currency. That way, if somebody wants to save for the next one around, they're still earning the same amount. You know, why do we create a new event store currency every single time? That's their method. It's easier for them. Well, that's the thing. It's not even easier. You're creating a whole uh, new currency. Just roll over so if you forget to spend it then it just goes into the ether and gets forgotten about exactly very rarely they'll reuse like they reuse the borg war funds but it's rare any any word on uh because it took so long last time any word on uh new transporter pattern officers since we're getting more officers that they might throw some more epics in there or ultras in there probably won't nope. have that revisited for a few more months because they kind of see it. Hey, I mean, the last time I asked them about that, their response was, well, we just released them a month ago. And when they told me they were, so they had a conversation with different content creators about who should get added. Hell, remember the video I made at the beginning of last year where I did a questionnaire like, Hey, y'all go fill, fill out this Google form. What officers would y'all like to add? Yeah, uh, add I did transport that. Yeah, that's when they asked us to do that. They asked me to go do that. And then I think they talked to DJ about what's your community think? When did we finally get two officers or four officers added to transport patterns? Like eight months later? Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. You know, it's because of that, I don't expect that to happen until the summer. Is there been have there been any other discussions about sourcing that uh, now, you know, obviously there are some that are unavailable through you know, mm -hmm. through the regular tokens and crap like that, but the fact that they've diluted the channel, the officers so much that it is 
you know, almost it's such a crapshoot if you're trying to get something specific because there's so many officers and they only still have mm-hmm. the, the three basic packs. Right. And only yeah. one of them is really worth a damn. Yeah, they did. Well, one, their argument is going to be that they improved the ultra because they took it from, I don't know how many people noticed this, but it's it went extra from two. 10 to 12, which is yep. bullshit. But that's supposed to be phase one of the rollout. There's supposed to be a phase two coming. When that is, uh, nobody knows. Uh, They haven't... I mean, I guess if they did tell us, we couldn't tell you anyway. But they haven't told me or any of the moderators when that is. So. No idea. Have have they got any planned changes to territory capture? As in, maybe like buffs moving again or, or just a revamp of the whole thing or... I don't think buff moving is going to happen. I know that's what they had talked about. They could make some movements where like they had changed, like how they did last time. So they're not going to, I don't see them adding territory. Maybe they could do that. I mean, they've got plenty of map, but more of changing the buff slightly, like they just did four months ago. And they've been trying to focus on events to re-encourage a lot of movement in territory, which for the most part, and it varies server to server, because some servers say that was bullshit, nobody participated. Other servers got completely reworked like mine did. Uh, That had a lot of success in those territory events, causing people to move and be more active there. I think you'll see more events. I'm not sure the next time you'll see an actual territory change, because the two changes they did, the slight buff changes, and then they added jellyfish to all the three-star systems was a big change for them. Yeah, they made our system have a rubbish buff. <laughs> we went from the best to the worst, I think. Yeah. Which, Did I mean, you... it was good to have that movement, I guess, but it was still kind of... You know, it feels like it's settled down again already. Did On y'all server, did the, did the map change stick? Or did everybody go back to their home spots after all the <laughs> fun and games? Oh, no, it's completely swapped. It's all over the place now. Yeah, I mean, hell, the um, the original spot that my alliance was in is now split between three alliances. Hmm. Yeah. But once again, this is varied server to server. Some servers didn't move at all. Some servers did move, and then after the events, the whales came back and said, yo, get out of my house. <laughs> it quickly went back to how it was before. <laughs> and then some servers, it depends on how you have, and I'll talk about this server to server. It depends on how you have your whales lined out. Server 20... Is one of the heaviest spending servers because we're at, I think, almost 40 level 50 plus players, but they're not all in one group. So you've got about 40 to 50% of them in the top alliance, and then the rest are split mostly among the next two alliances. So there's a disparity there. There's actual, you know, balance. A lot of servers have got one mega group, and that's it. And then anybody that follows the mega group and hangs from their, you know, the, you imagine that big pickup truck with the nut hanging on the back of it. That's the, all the other alliances hanging out with the whales. They determine who's what, like there's one server where there's two whale alliances and the top whale alliance took the North side of the map and all their allies get the North side. And then the other alliance took the bottom side and no movement, no matter what events happens. If you touch the, if you touch TC, everybody in the world declares KOS on you. So there's just way too many different variables server to server for how it works. So does that mean that we're the truck nuts for Incho and the whales? 
No, you'd be no. the truck nuts if they were in a different alliance. So you would oh. be uh, assault. Would be the the truck nuts here. Oh hey, yeah. congratulations, salt. Yeah. And, and you. And Rev, and answer your question, where have I been? Well, I'm really actually kind of pissed off at you, Handy, and Epi, all three at the same time. Cool. Uh, cool. I love it. Because what happened was, is I was battling Epi's team. Handy calls me at 7 o'clock in the morning at a $300 night hotel in the morning. This is such old news. To get me to do a peace treaty with Epi for two hours. And then an hour later, I go to your podcast, and Epi bought you a $100 Harrison. Nobody bought me a Harrison. Just saying. Well, so I, what you're actually telling me is I should be pissed at you that you didn't buy me Harrison. Fuck, that's right. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. It's, it's your fucking fault. You're the one at level 49 over here big spending, you know, making meals for the president, and you can't buy me Harrison? Sorry, I'm pissed I at you. I got to go now. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bragging about being low forty, yeah, I'm gonna go for the uncom. Give me a north cut. Like, okay, cool, 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 cool. No, I, I, I will tell. You, for those who aren't familiar with Rev, Rev, Rev actually lost his his uh, NDA with with Scopely because he defended the whales. He got. Oh, I remember that pocket, uh, that show. He got up very upset with with Scopely over the fact that the packs weren't equal in value to the whales. And well, shit, they didn't do anything about it. So, <laughs> I guess yeah. it didn't help anything, but. So how? So if I might ask a personal question, how for everybody? How did you did you pursue that, or did they pursue you to get it back? Um, it was a mix, I guess. Uh, I got asked about coming back about six months later, but it wasn't an actual like here's the NDA resign. It was a how interested are you? And the more because what ended up happening is as my channel grew. And I really spaced everybody else. And this isn't an insult to any other content creator because I support all of our team. But when I made that, I was still pretty close to other people like No One Shall, Amergen, DJ, in terms of numbers. Like I wasn't like wide ahead. As the year progressed after that, I just grew to a point where I was clearly the largest. And I started working with like game design. I started in terms of I have game design that I talk to. I started working with ops like on the side and, and providing feedback and talking with them. And then it became one of those things like, well, he now has access that everybody else has access to that has an NDA. We should probably work on that again. And then it eventually, after panic left, working with Aries, it came down to, honestly, the only reason I re-signed because nothing has really changed for me in terms of access or anything like that is just I liked being able to do giveaways again. I like giving away battle passes and random shit because I think the players deserve that. And I think that content creators should be able to do that in any game that they're in. And that's the main reason I joined back up. But it, it took about a year or so. But they first approached, I guess, six months in. And uh, the last thing, like when I talked to Aries about rejoining, I was like, look, you look at everything that I've said over the past year, the times I've shit talked to you, everything else, is everything that I've done acceptable because I'm not going to change the type of videos I make. If you make dumb shit, I'm going to say dumb shit. If you make good stuff, I'll say good stuff. And they said, yeah, everything you've made is fine. You know, they, they took umbrage with me calling them frauds. And I guess I can understand why. But yeah, that's the story. Well, no, you've hold true. Because there was a, a couple episodes ago, I'm like, whoa, he's going to lose his end day again. You, were, you mean when I called him tone death over honest. the armadas? Yeah. You were brutally honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to. I'll be a little bit more politically correct in how I word things, maybe. But. 
I'm also not going to be DJ. That's not an insult. I think you need both types. I think you need the person who's going to be a little bit more diplomatic. And I think you need the person who's going to step on toes. And I think both have yeah, an equally, you need a very equally important thing there. DJ gets to be diplomatic and that helps for a lot of things. Sometimes though, I need to tell the community to get pissed off because change isn't going to happen if that doesn't happen. I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. And it is vastly different. It is. And that's one of the entertaining things as a, as a viewer, the difference between you guys, it just fucking cracks me up every goddamn time. It's, you know, it's, listen, it's very different styles, very different. We're also in different worlds. Like I, I talk about this with DJ a lot and even Ripper, but DJ is mostly focused on players between 42 and 60. That's where most of his stuff is. And Bimbet, the answer is nobody knows, including content creators, which is something to be pissed off about. But most of my you know, players are anywhere from 1 to 45. And I have plenty of whales that I work with you know, in terms of like, hey, what uncommon, what epic five stars should I be pushing towards? But that's not my base. My base is more the average player. His base is more the spenders. So like he was telling people, hey, the... Um, Ultra recruit pack in the store is probably a tremendous value. And I'm over here like, no, no, not if you're an average player. Don't waste a hundred dollars on it for 20 shards and some XP. But if you're a spender and like your budget is 500 to a thousand a month, that's actually a really good pack for you. If you're an average player, don't go spend a hundred dollars on it. Like it's not that game changing. But if you're a spender, it's a fantastic pack. Sorry, sorry, sorry to cause a civil war. I wasn't supposed to stir the pot, but Rev is one of the people that said whales are the dumbest people that play the game because they just throw money at it. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, that is that's true in a lot of servers. That's not an insult. It's just, but when you can pay to have like, <clears throat> sorry, I I know, stuck in my throat. Throat. I'm going to get kicked for sure for that one. Yeah, are you okay, yeah, Joe? You need some water there, buddy. Uh, Neotech. Oh, God. She, there, there I go again. But the thing, Neotech, she's an extremely sweet, great person. But yeah, I agree. How she enjoys playing the game, she doesn't need to care about that. And the truth is, if you're talking from a whale, do whales need to understand mitigation? Do they need to understand the three layers of a battle log? No, because if they go and get a Corvus, ain't shit anybody with the Newton's going to do to them. Amen. I mean, Wait. it's just the truth. Well, hold on. Here's here's the dumb whale question. Then what what I must have missed it. Three layers of the battle log. Yeah, well that's so. If you look at when you take a shot, mm -hmm. there's three levels. You got the mitigation level, the shield level, and the hull level. To this day, I will still meet players in the high 40s and 50s that don't understand that the second layer is shields, and shields stop 80 percent of any non mitigated damage remaining. No matter oh. if they're if they're one percent shield or 99 percent shield, they stop the same amount of damage. Yeah. Okay. I was I was like, wait, is there a button that I missed that I can actually see some of the things turning on or off? That I, I you no, know. it's just breaking down the actual logs and what matters. I mean, do you need to understand any of that? Uh, not with a Sanctus, no. Exactly. But that's, back, that's, yeah. now my server, like twenty whales, do have to know because there's forty of them all next to each other, so they kind of do have to know how do they, you know, beat that Enterprise A with their Hector, but. Tell him about Mbanga. This is how much Inch worries about mitigation. He hits people with his Mbanga. On on a Nova. It's it's it Mbanga is the most powerful officer in the game for You're not ability. running Kingsner, you're a noob. Dude, it it shames you. When no, you get killed with a survey running solo Mbanga. Yeah. 
And hey, Banga don't need no friends. And Banga might get a new officer in the game because uh, Brave New Worlds and Banga is one of the characters on the TV show. So, uh oh, yeah, yeah he's version of Banga. He's the original Doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a different direction. So, with the advent of the amalgam, the one of the interesting things being that it is so gated that it is so massive uh, when you're hitting a whale. Like mm-hmm. we've had, we've had an instance or two where I've just opened my base to my team, you know, to our team. What are your thoughts on that as a, as a tactic, legit or not legit? 100% legit, smart. You know, if you want to fast forward the progress of a lot of players, you know, granted you got to have somebody crack you, but one of the biggest holdups, not only is the uncommons for a lot of people, but in terms of catching up to the whales and stuff, dilithium is huge. Because the research, as y'all all know, starts costing hundreds of millions of dilithium. And, you know, the par still helps. But honestly, the titanium needed, because what do you need? 10 billion to max out an enterprise? And sure, you need 50,000 uncommon, but you're also blowing titanium on everything else that's going on. So, yeah, it's, it's huge because you just can't normally get that through events, even with the events paying out better. And there, I think it was server, server 50 I was talking to was talking about doing that with one of their whales, just going to let... You know, friends crack them and then start draining them. You know, it, well, it yeah. did annoy the um, number two alliance. Well, sorry, the uh, the top raiding alliance because we kind of went from two hundred billion raided to like one point four trillion raided, and they they said we were cheating. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, how is that cheating any different than you know them ru- having a, a high level player running around with a Corvus who can destroy every ship it sees? I mean, what's the difference? It, it can't destroy um, incos. You know what I mean, though. Just, you know. <laughs> no, I like know. every I know. day, if I leave my base unshielded, there's going to be a North Cut or a Corvus that just comes by and says, Hey, Rev, lose your five ships. And I do. Is that impressive? I mean, I don't care that they can do it, but it doesn't mean anything. I just shield and hit repair. On, on that point, though, of someone hitting your base, I, I have it installed on two phones, like my work phone and my personal phone. iPhones, yeah? And for some reason, recently, only one phone gets a notification. The other phone stopped getting the notifications. I've checked every single setting you can think of. There is no setting. There is no, no do not disturb setting or anything. Like, I don't know if it's a game update or an Apple update or something, but there's other people in the Alliance who are having the same problem. I think uh, one of our comms had the same issue the other day. Like, loads of people are having issues with notifications. Are you aware of anything going on with that? There's been a renewed issue with all notifications, base raids, armadas, everything since this last patch updated. Yeah, I, I, I tend to find it's with um, so with ones which are timers, so like, you know, your node going zero and stuff, they're, they're all okay. But anything which is um, anything which is an active you know, prompt. Some, an active yeah. some, yeah. So it's more like a push notification rather than a, a timer mm-hmm. notification. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it works fine on one phone, but on the other phone it doesn't work at all. I've got a couple of uh, written questions I want to make sure we're going to mess with. Are they thinking about anything to help managing an alliance, like exporting logs, contributions, activity? Not that I'm aware of, no. The only thing alliance that's currently on the board being thought of, and I, that doesn't mean I know everything, but uh, changes in the diplomacy lineup, giving more options for that, potentially uh, showing more scoring for events, like contribution events, showing an actual scoring system, and potentially for territories but nothing that's going to be like exportable. I don't think that you're ever going to have the ability to legally export things like battle logs and alliance issues and things like that. 
Back, back, so, back to diplomacy. Is there going? Are they going? Is there any been any talk about being able to do diplomacy individual? There's been talks about it. I have no knowledge of that being like an active thing that they're developing. Okay. I mean, they've definitely heard that request because I've passed it along in a dev Q and A. Yeah, I know you have. But I, I don't know of that actually being something that's coming. You know, keep in mind, it took two years to get crew presets. So ideas that are great now might not see the game until next year. Are they going to expand uh, crew presets to include lower decks? Extremely unlikely. Well, that's a bummer. Yep. That's one of the reasons I don't care about presets at all. I don't use it. It's worthless to me. Oh, I love them. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, just, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't use them either. If, if I can't store and stack, like if I could do it, where I had a PvP crew or an Armada crew specifically set up, where the entire top and lower is set to this stat that I'm stacking and stuff, I'd love it. But me just swapping out the people at the top, and I've only got two slots right now to do that. Nah, that's a waste of my time. We run so much Armadas, we're always swapping stuff out. See, I've got an Armadas, you know, like I've got an entire dock. All it does is Armadas. So generally that's fine. And then like this past two weeks where we've been running a shit ton of Armadas, I'll use my PVP slot as another Armada slot. So I just have my officers and docks set up to coordinate with that. So. Oh, anyway, uh, with the new prime officer research work with away missions or only on ship like the original. Um, both of them. What was the work. question? What was the question? Will the prime officer research work with away missions or only on the ship? It, well, the original does work in away missions, and both of them work in away missions. Both of them increase the stats, and both of them work. You heard anything about potential uh, uh, expanding of the the exocomp or even your uh, Armada control center? Because obviously, those are you know gated right now. Will define expanding because they're constantly putting out new exocomps like the ones we just got this run. Right, but you can't go above uh, whatever it is now, 40. Your exocomp doesn't go above 40 because you know mm -hmm. they have the one advanced exocomp factory key, which is for the that you yeah. need for research in order to get alliance exocomps, blah, blah, blah. Way all problems. Once again, a short <laughs> answer is yes. The long answer is. Gated progression, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's um, and also more importantly, not just the whole gated progression argument. Just without bullshitting y'all, a lot of shit ain't done. Mm -hmm. Like when Five Star got released, I remember talking to a game dev who's not even there anymore, or a game designer. They don't like to be called devs. They basically gave an estimate that Five Star was 85 percent complete when it got released, which is one of the reasons they got so pissy about all you whales flying up to sixty because there's not shit there, and they hadn't actually worked out the when the Five Star actually released the epic ships didn't even have the proper working stats or buffs. Well, even they, the, even the rares didn't. Yeah, but they still yeah, released the, them. Well, exactly. I mean, the Crozier buff worked infinitely, mm -hmm. and the Sanctus didn't work at all. You know, and, and the Q didn't work at all. There's a lot of I wouldn't say a lot, but there's specific Five Star shit that I can't necessarily say that was supposed to come out already that hasn't even come out yet. So. They've got several things. Uh, I can think of five things specifically just for that area that are either ready for release or supposed to be released already that haven't been because of either issues or other stuff has to catch up. And 
This goes back to that argument we talked about where one, they don't have enough people on various teams. They need to hire more people. They need to get more people in positions. And then two, they just move slow as molasses anyway. Did you ever hear or have anything? I mean, it seems to me like somebody hit the button too early and that may have been a whoopsie, you know, because they didn't do any announcement. They didn't do any, you know, they talked about, you know, oh, we're going to release some new missions and crap like that. And like the next day, all of a sudden, holy shit, you can go above 50. No, it was all planned. I mean, that's, and while I've not had one specifically tell me this, I am pretty sure it had to do a lot with uh, quarter four and bonuses and finishing out the year with a certain income. And <laughs> you know how that works. Y'all, you whales generally have good business minds. Think about it. Oh, I know. You want to make sure that Christmas bonus is nice and tasty. God, I missed that. When is D Space Nine coming this year? Mm-hmm. Not, I guess, like not as soon as people would want it to come. Ooh. Will uh, will we get a refit for our ba- our stations? It is something being. Okay, I don't want to use the word developed. When I talked to design and they were talking about Deep Space Nine, it was something they were investigating. Is it possible and could we do it? And if so, how many man hours, et cetera, would it cost to do it? And cost being the operative word. So something being explored, I have no idea if it's actually going to happen. But it was something being explored. Okay. The question is, the Defiant, question is, will the Defiant be a ship or a skin? I, once again... That is, keep in mind that even though they take a slow time to do stuff, a lot of shit ain't ready to go until it is ready to go. And that means up until the last minute, things can change. But I'm pretty sure it's a ship. But once again, this is based off chats way in advance. Hook says, if I don't get a DS9 skin, I'm quitting. (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Cook. I mean, it's something I'm pushing for. Like, I, I think to me, and I'm not trying to hate any on any Defiant fans because I love the Defiant. I'd rather have a Deep Space Nine skin than the Defiant. Yeah. And no offense to Inchy and everybody, just because, well, likelihood of me getting the Defiant anyway is slim to none. Uh, I guess maybe they could make it a 40 specialty ship, but that's just... Defiant seems like another moneymaker, and we all know how moneymakers work. Yeah, they become an admiral. I hope it's a G5 <laughs> ship. Emerald says they hate cosmetics. Man, I hated them when they first came out, and now I'm the mass collector of cosmetics. So, but yeah. those, first, those first skins, I mean, like I know they accurately represent the old Star Trek stuff, but it's like, why did you pick that ugly shit <laughs> to begin with? That D4 skin is sweet. I love the original skins, and they have a nice bonus to them. So it looks and like you're flying around in a Tonka truck. All the hijack too, right? <laughs> How's that working for you? The hijacks? <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, I got all my hijacks from Armadas and stuff. So I know you got them. You said they're pretty, but they're useless. I can't they are pretty. You actually built them because you yeah. can't get rid of them, can you? Nope. Nope. Hey, Rev, one... I got a question for you. Go ahead, Have you man. ever suggested that anybody use a G4 miner? Mm, Depends yeah. how much you hate them. <laughs> I mean, 
I've told people that if you want to go for a G4 minor, mostly because of warp range, wait till 45, 46. I mean, there are advantages to the range, especially if you're not wanting to have to disco everywhere all the time. But in general, I tell people, look, if you want to, if you're worried about mining speeds and shit like that, just stick to three-star faction miners. But the cost that you have to dump into them and you don't even get a great haul, so they're not really great for raiding. The only thing I really like about them is the warp range. That's me, though. Andy, I told you I believed you last night, man. They look cool. No, I, I agree with you. I'm just... I mean, Harley I, loves them, though. The, another content creator. Dude, he tells people to get them like as soon as they're available. I'm like, oh, I mean, cool, I guess. Oh, I, I don't know. I think they're a, a waste of resources. <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> of course they are. If you're buying them, too, because you get plenty of the friggin' shards just from grinding. Yeah, I mean, especially now that the uh, Nova's out. I mean, if you really want to wait on miners... Even more of a reason to not get the four stars now. I was just curious. I didn't know how you felt about it. Would you recommend maxing all three of the uh, faction miners? Yes, but not before like, you know, level 39-ish. Just because, keep in mind, most people I'm talking to are more in the low spending to no spending range. The amount of crystal they all suck up, because there is one thing that the four star miners and, and stuff get right, is they stop being locked to one resource type. So the problem with the three faction miners, the, the three-star ones, is they're all crystal. Yeah. So that's a pain in the ass for everybody. Whereas when you get to the higher level ones, you know, then you're actually spinning gas or you can be a little bit more directed, which more importantly means you can offset what you're spending. So your miner doesn't have to match or match your warship. Whereas in the three-star, it does. So usually I'm like, yeah, focus more on the specialty ship maxing and Focus more on your epic ship, which you'll use a 34 epic for PvP well into the 40s, and you'll use it for armadas well into the 40s, then focusing on the miners. Hey, Soul Reaper, do you want to say something? Um, I, no, somebody invited me to speak, so <laughs> I just well, accepted. You, you put your hand up. That's why I brought you up. Oh, sorry about that. I, I didn't mean oh, to do all, that. I just want to make sure we weren't, you know. We're letting everybody have a chance to speak if they wanted to. No, absolutely. Appreciate it. All right. No problem. I'll move you back down. Anybody else want to come on and talk? Or is there any questions in uh, in chat? I've been watching. I haven't seen any extras. <laughs> there's one, of, uh, it's, there's it's... one from Trump. Which Shout out, Mr. President. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> Any word if they'll adjust the daily rewards to reflect ops level, opening a 24-hour chest, and getting a box of Cheez-Its at 500 <laughs> daily is amazing. Uh, when I heard daily rewards, I immediately went and thought the daily goals, and their response to adjusting that was syndicate. As far as the boxes go, I'm in 100% agreement, and no known plans that I'm aware of, but yes, that's bullshit. I mean, I opened it yesterday, opened my four hour chest and got 100 officer XP and I will hot damn. I've really yeah. been needing this. <laughs> that's so, a biggie. I know. Also cook. I hate where the syndicate chest is. And even though they haven't finished uh, the dev Q and a, we're supposed to do this past month. One of the questions they did answer about moving that is, well, we felt the daily chest system was already too cluttered. I'm like, so you added another spot on the map to make the regular map cluttered. Yeah, so I don't know. Give him, oh, give him the analogy oh. from Ready Player One is that we have determined we can take up 70% of the visible player space before inducing seizures. Yeah, 
Exactly. No, the worst thing they did was move the Armada button. We do oh, to move it to the center instead of the. It was always in the top right hand corner, and then they moved it to the middle. You know, to go where you know the Armada tab to find out where Armadas are at and the. Mm-hmm. Oh, in oh that was bad. Moving the Armada tab was bad. Oh, Emerald, I've forgotten about my syndicate several times, which is uh, why I'm still not level nine, even though I really want that warp speed bonus. It's a lot easier after you maxed it and you don't have to hit it anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks for sharing. That's Inch. that fucking humble bragging show that I fucking love about you. Just saying. Oh, fuck you, Inch. <laughs> Just dragging that Sanctus nacelle across our foreheads. Thanks, Daddy. Andy, don't, don't be jealous because he maxed it and I'm at level 19. I know, That's right? right? I think, I think I'm, I'm Inch should have gone happily at level 9. Inch and Epi could have made money last night if they'd recorded that phone conversation and gave it to Reb to play. Um, but see, that's the whole thing. When you're a grinder, you're a grinder. So, you know, those rep bonuses that you get at the higher syndicate, I mean, those are money. And I uh-huh. and I did test them and they actually do work, which I was a little surprised at. But So, Reb, do you still recommend that people get G4 Epics if available? So I've basically turned my recommendation strategy into a time strategy. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're level 46. If you are going to get to and move past level 50 in 68 months and under that time, you don't need them. It's really how long is it going to take you to get to 53? Because you, you look at a player like me, it's the same logic for the Pillum. Should I get the Valdor? For me, yes, because it's going to take me six months or more to get to 46. So... From an enjoyment aspect, don't sacrifice your happiness for efficiency. Get you a new ship, find you something to play with, enjoy the game. If you as a spender are going to be able to get past 50 and go to 53 within a few months, there's no point in you investing in a epic. But if you're leveling up naturally with your peers, so like if you're a dolphin, you're leveling with the dolphins, or if you're a free-to-play leveling with the free-to-play, then you're going to have people to fight with your Tribune or your Enterprise A or your Hegtile. If you're going to speed rush through that, then no, don't buy it. Save everything. But if it's going to take you a year, I don't want you to sacrifice your game enjoyment just so that you can be efficient a year and a half from now. That makes sense? Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, the Valdor is not going to be better than my Enterprise and PvP for a while. But I still want it because, one, it looks badass. And two, I haven't had a new ship, not counting a special ship, in a year and a half since I got my jellyfish. So I just want a new toy. Well, I think people I can get pretty too. bored. So, yeah, I got bored looking at my G three epics. I'll be honest with you. That's why you got to have a tier ten jelly. They're fun. That I still think that sounds like a mistake, but that's just me. No, I yeah. wouldn't take my jelly past about seven, but I maybe know. eight. I got my date. Yeah. I'm I mean, it works, but you're only ever going to use it for hostile grinding and maybe some low deep space armadas. So, yeah. Have you, Rev, have you heard anything about possibly coming out with the ability to scrap G4 ships? On the table. No idea when that table's going to get released, though. I figured that table's at Aunt Annie's in the snow on a mountain somewhere. Once again, I mean, who's that going to benefit? The people that they don't want progressing as fast as they are. So, I just want a delete button. 
Don't give yeah, me the lead button would it. be nice. Mm-hmm. You just get random crap that's taking up space. You mean well, what, like... they sh- what they should do really, if they want people to catch up, is do like a you know like Nordstrom. I'm being serious, like a Nordstrom one day only sale, where you're at a just certain level, like forty below or forty five below. All their packs are double for the day, double for everything. Just a one day a year double everything reward, but not nothing like that available for a level above a level forty five. They really want to get people to get, go up. And not let you know, and not not let the the fifties on up get above them. I know it sounds selfish. I'm not a fifty, so I can say it. Is is just somehow make those rewards better for to speed people up once a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's money. what they do though. They already do that. Not 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 a double. Yeah, they do win. The uncommons that have been paid out in the past sixteen months has basically doubled, and the resources have more than doubled. But it's but, not but, an instant yeah, one at a well. Is that across all levels or is there a level block? I know they basically, double. There's basically a level block. So levels. here's basically how they treat it. Every time new content like a level range comes out, it becomes the new premium area. That's where it's designed to bleed. If you go back to 2019, there was an interview that one of the VPs of Scopely did and paraphrased what they said that their business <laughs> model is to create and drain whales. That's their model. They want to take people like Inch. Find out how much they want to spend and take as much of that as possible. And if they quit, oh, well, we move on to another well. So that's when they release 50 plus, that's where all the money is now focused on. So it's a lot easier for free to play to just flow into the early and mid 40s now compared to a year ago. And you can even see that go to when me and everybody else started making videos to get to level 34 from level one originally was well over a year, well over a year. Now free to play can get from one to 34 in about six months pretty easily unless they just are a very casual player. Maybe it's eight, nine months. So they do that. It's just hard to notice because if you are a, you know, pushing of a player already, like you are 49, you've already moved past that feeling. So you're, you're right on the cusp of, we want you to pay to play. Whereas if you are like 40, where Knight's at, he can testify or should be able to testify economy fuckload better. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, no, 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 it's it's a lot better. I'm sitting at 43. So that that that's how it works. And when they decide to go above 60, it's gonna be the same way. Everybody's now got tribunes and stuff because it's relatively easy to get it. But then there's gonna be you know 400 million power ships flying around, and you know people are running around with Death Stars. I don't know. It was a good question. Good question from the chat. Have you heard anything about a a possibility of a armada? Hey, we're ready to go. Can we start this fucking thing? Basically, never going to happen. The whole Why point of Armadas is to provide an opportunity for PvP. That was part of the design. They don't want you to be able to have 15 minutes and then not. We we're ready now. Go. They wanted to have a time crunch. They want to provide it as a mechanic that can be problematic, essentially. Now, they have kind of found a balance where they give special Armadas shorter timers, like Eclipse, stuff like that. But... I really doubt you'll ever see a start now, but because it's not supposed to be something you can get away from. And they kind of strengthen that argument when they bring out cloaking because cloaking has a shorter timer, but they have specifically made a lot of, of that cloaking mechanic to be able to be used in Armada so you can be safe because they won't conflict. Conflict in the game, as Emerald points out, makes money. So they don't want to take away entire mechanics that are designed to encourage that. 
They'll give you little ways to maybe skirt around it. So, hey, yeah, you want that pretty USS Enterprise to uh, cloak? Spend $200 the day it comes out. Bam, nobody's hitting you at Armada's now, and you get a damage bonus. Why would you want to block people from joining Armada's? People like Inch bringing a, you know, tourist with Mbanga on it, just a troll. <laughs> He's done that. I have done that, He's particularly done that. to Nightoid. I bring a, I bring a, a battle survey to Knight's Armadas. I love them, that. Them Novas with Mbangas on them. They still do more damage than any, any other ship. Yeah, which sucks because they'll have the freaking battle power and damage. They take all the damn rewards. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm an asshole, but I'm their asshole. I'm just putting it out there. I did see I uh, that was me. Vice Admiral Edmington PR. I don't know. I don't know. EDM. Either he really likes m uh, music or he put his job description in his name. Um, the Vengeance was worked on when the game first came out. There is a 3D model of it. It is not completely rendered. So what I mean by that is it is not a completed ready to go in the game model. But they did create one. They did work on that. But basically what ended up happening is when CBS and Paramount had their merger, one of the first things Scopely was doing is how can we get into the IP of having everything else? Because while I don't mind the Kelvin movies, you talk to like those Trek fans who've been diehards since like the 60s and they act like the Kelvin movies were like a direct pea stain on their glorious quilt of wonderfulness. So as soon as they were able I to like get the, the new movie. Star Trek or the, uh, the, you know, the next generation stuff, they basically have left the Kelvin stuff in the past. So I don't know if and when we'll ever see the USS Vengeance get completed and put into the game. Is what would you rather have? You, yeah, that was Marcus's ship in okay. the new movies. The big black one that had like a hole in the saucer yeah, section for some built. aerodynamic reason. It looked like a V. Yeah, It's all aerodynamics, come on. Yeah, I mean, you've got to have that in yeah. space. Yeah, you get your war bubble's not aerodynamic. You have, to, you have to be aerodynamic, yeah. No, exactly. That's why so. poor cubes are the fastest. Exactly. So, um, as a semi-spending, I guess, uh, a small dolphin, I'll admit, maybe. Um, don't fat shame me, Handy. Um, <laughs> I got up to um, level 41. I maxed all my G3 epics, uh, one of my faction miners. All my research is done. The vast, the Trinity is done. The vast majority of my epics are maxed, except for the ones that require independent credits. Um, everything, everything that I could possibly do at forty-one, I did. I moved up to forty-three now. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, been, I've been it for uh, a few days for this arc, but I don't want to race to forty-six to get to the pillum because I, I just feel like financially it's going to be too hard. So I want to sit here at 43 to at least the end of the year. How would Jesus. you handle that progression? A year? Till the end of the year. Dude, that's 11 months. It's January. Yeah. Yeah. How, do you plan on playing 14 minutes a day? No, I actually play for several hours a day. Well, then, yeah, then you should be within Pillum striking distance within six months. You're already at 43. The amount of event yeah. payouts that we have, which are continually increasing... I'm assuming you're doing armadas to improve that rate. I mean, dude, yeah, it don't take you a year, man. It shouldn't take me a year to get up there. 
at your level, I would say the number one thing to focus on, well, no. not number one thing, but just don't forget to mind to get those faction points in your dailies. Every little no, bit helps. The, the, the reason why I want to take my time is that sitting at 41 with having all my ships and research maxed allowed me to be very powerful at my level, especially during PvP events, which is kind of what mm-hmm. I live for. I, now that I'm at 43, I'm going to, you know, it, it, I want to maintain that level of dominance is basically what, I, what, what I'm getting at. But you want to maintain that dominance without a coronar or a pillum. That's an effort in futility, especially but, if everybody so am else I, Am I in a pillum's bracket now when it comes down to PvP? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the pillum is arguably the best ship in the game, period. Cor- yeah, well, pound for pound. That in the coronar. Coronar is... It's a sliver behind. Coronar also greatly underrated. I mean, just if you really want to be the PvP king, you're not doing it with uncommons. No, I feel you on that. That's the thing. I mean, it's just you're you're three levels away from what is arguably going to be the next PvP ship that lasts you ten levels. And the the rep bonus from grinding. Correct. That's a big thing. That's why all of us I mean, I only grind with G4 rares. Yeah, I mean, I tell people that the ISS lets you skip the uncommons for rep grinding, but as soon as you hit a rare, ISS goes in the dock, never leaves again, unless you're doing two ships at a time. Yeah, and that's all the way up until, you know, I'm not 60 yet. Hell, I know a lot of 50s who still exclusively, just because repair costs and everything, just use the pillum. Yep. Okay, so what would you focus on as far as research um, in the next six months? Like, what should I be doing for the next six months to make that jump to 46? Yeah, anything that says anything to do with efficient, uh, anything that is going to be a direct power boost, officer stats, and then the most important one I feel like a lot of people forget that's very important in the 40s is anything notoriety-wise. Because that's a huge bonus once you have a faction ship that takes advantage of the faction uh, research that allows you to get more points. You're basically doubling the amount of rep you get per hit, which is another massive advantage you have over the ISS jelly because it doesn't get those bonuses. But if you've got a pillum, which is going to kill more anyway, then you've got the notoriety research on top of that. The rep grind, which seems insane to get to 1 billion and 15 billion, isn't that insane with all of those factors added together. Yeah, because right now I'm doing that Romulan rep grind with uh, my jelly and my Valdor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're, you, you want that G4 rare. I've been I mean, saying that forever. If you were at 40, 41 and weren't done with 41, like I'm ready to go to 42, basically, whatever. I feel like it. No, I, I mean, did like, everything okay. that I could possibly. Yeah. Your year timeline just seems really expanded, especially if you're already a baby dolphin. Like, I just feel like you're going to get there in six months or less. And there's no really advantage in you waiting because, I mean, you've already got people above you. It's not like you're the, the top player. No, where, no, no. So, yeah. Get you that. Dude, you're going to enjoy the game so much more when you've got those ships all right okay let me let me ask if rev if i may yeah what are what are you looking forward to the most in the next you know three months four months six months whatever time frame you want like in terms of the game uh, well i mean other than winning the lottery or something else i figure we're talking about star trek so what do you look yeah, yeah, in the um, game yeah um deep space nine yeah you know, granted they don't fuck it up well they will it's just how badly yeah exactly too badly then it's okay 
I do want to uh, get Buffalo real quick. So it says, as a level 40 player, am I hearing right that I should ideally skip the Valdor and go right for the Pillum? Um, I, I do like how, I don't remember who said it earlier, but your return of investment on play speed. And what we mean by that is, how long is it going to take you to realistically get there based on how much you play now and spend now? If you're going to get from 40 to 46 in six to eight months or less, there's a legit argument to skipping the Valdor. If you're looking more towards the year timeline, I would recommend getting your Valdor. So if you only do the battle pass and you're not, if you don't realistically see yourself at 46 within six to eight months, then go ahead and get you the uncommon ship. And if you're going for one faction, the bonus is there that Valdor is not really going to suck up anything that your Pillum is going to want anyway. So that's what I would do. Also, the Valdor is the easiest because you've got Jelly Brawl and Parabellum, you know, multiple times a month. So what tier should I get my Valdor to before I just stop putting stuff into it? Mm. I mean, I already got it to tier four. To me, it's kind of the same yeah. thing as the jelly, you know, seven, eight, definitely not yeah. 12. Cause you get okay. the next officer, you get the next officer below deck at, is it six and eight on that? Mm -hmm. Valdor, I think. So yeah. those the biggest are issue magic numbers. Is, Keep in mind that as you get to kind of like that last 30% of that ship is the cost, not just the rares, but the ship parts and everything and the amount of latinum you're going to start blowing through that thing. Just You just chill out. You're not really getting above. Because a maxed out Valdor is still not going to do that great versus rares. So seven is probably a good stopping point. Maybe eight, depending on if you've got an extra month or two. But Okay, okay. And should I start farming uh, interceptor parts like now? I have about uh, a million of them. I mean, you should be doing that as much as you can every day, all day for all three of them. Whether you ever build yep. those ships or not, you should. Okay. I mean, if all you're right. level 39 in the chat, refine, get commons. Yep. Yeah, at all times. Because even with them improving the economy by taking that latinum rate from 10 to 1 to 4 to 1, it still is going to cost you hundreds of thousands of latinum to blow through the commons you need for a lot of these ships. So. Well, and just and and we've talked about you know in our groups before you know the the way the economy changes you know G three was all about RSS you know G four is all about ship parts G five mm -hmm. is spend everything to be quite yeah. honest. Well, like I said, it's the premium area, and uh, it, they won't say that like they used to. Like uh, the person who was openly be like, yeah, we designed it that way was Gala when she was the community manager for the VIP. She basically said, look, we designed it to be a premium area. It's designed to be spent on, and the people that bitch and moan should know that if they come up here, we really only care about if you're going to buy packs to justify daily tasks, which is kind of how they micromanage it, where if you're doing everything that you could possibly do as like a level 56 player every day, you basically have to spend that week to cover your daily operating costs. Mm -hmm. Or you have to be good friends with Gala and she'll give it to you. That's the other option. We don't talk about that. There. Ooh, here it comes. Here it comes. I was yeah, never good friends with her. I'll just point it out. I kicked off the server for telling her what I thought. Surprise, surprise. But probably shouldn't even mention names. I try not to. I don't like drama. But yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Inch. Yeah. I, well, again, somebody's got to be the asshole. And Pars isn't stepping up enough. He's actually asking legit what? questions. So. I'm not an asshole. I don't know what he's talking about. Supposed to be the Admiral today. I'm usually the guy that handles Diplo for the Alliance. <clears throat> that explains a lot. 
What have you heard? I mean, Epi is in every one of my streams. Does he talk, <laughs> does he talk about me a lot? All the time. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. He loves your freshly shaved asshole. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Tell him uh, <laughs> I love living, living his entire life. Head rent free. Pars didn't know what to say. Like, wait, what? Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, dude. How's, how's the bleaching <laughs> coming, by the way, Parsi? We're just wondering. <laughs> I see on a daily basis, and I have fucking feces thrown at me almost fucking daily, so. <laughs> oh, God. It's all part of being a special needs care provider. Mm, yeah. Well, we're hey, providing you the same service. There you go. AMG is. says pervs as if one of the people who's a moderator in my chat isn't a porn star. Um, yeah. Come on, AMG. What do you expect? Have you not met me before? Or you just know <laughs> YouTube <laughs> RevDudes? We're all pervs. Very different world. Here. I have not. <laughs> oh, well, there hi. I'm Rev. I'm very wholesome. I'm a ginger and I love puppies. Hey, I have a puppy, Great Dane. Six weeks old. He's married, but you can still still swipe right. I can provide pictures. She's adorable. Oh, it's very two different directions that chat went. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other questions? Anybody? We have a lot of uh, talkers, but the listeners aren't typing much. Hey, make sure that uh, you're really careful with AMG, though. She's she's very delicate. Her her feelings get hurt, and then she will blow you the fuck up. Just just letting you know. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, feel free to ask questions. I mean, get involved you, in chat if you don't want to say it, like, verbally. Also, no, she, shout out to the Cincinnati Bengals who are going to the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. She's a freak know, of right? nature because she's the most calm person on the server, but she's the most brutal on our team when it comes to finding your ass. Well, good thing Parsi shaves his. So, I do, I do. I, it, it's I, actually I waxing, pictures. just to clarify. Waxing, yeah. That's probably better than trying to shave back. That sounds dangerous. No, I think I think you can get it in a lot of trouble with that, especially if you like decided to use a straight edge, like a Who straight would, razor. Okay, first of all, I know, I know we're talking Star Trek. Who straight edges their ass? That sounds like you're just... You Who got shaves knife? their ass, dude? Um, I, sh I shaved my you ass. You took us down this, this uh, lane. First of all, Parsi, I'm not sure if you're still stuck in the 70s, but every woman I've ever been with. Anyway, this is a conversation for another chat. Jesus. Oh, God. We've already got like three people just dropped out listening. Okay, it's gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> Free Armada event. Need to earn more and not have to buy packs. This is more of a beg your whales event. Because if they run 40 rares, you're good. <laughs> or 60 rares. What is it, 60 rares? Yeah, basically, I've bitched at oh them for SMSs not being completable by the average player. And I think that every SMS should be completable by the average player. Leaderboards are for whales. Let the SMS be for the regular people. I, I can see that. Did you see there's a, they're selling another ion particle today? There's still only three, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this has been something that has been asked a lot in the dev rooms that we have. And because they know whales desperately want them, they've been slowly every couple of months putting that pack out there. I was just wondering why they, they put the pack out if you have all three. Oh, well, the pack. I got, I got excited for a second. I was like, ooh, there's another one? No, that's it's good just research. It's just scopely. Yep. So, by the way, if you haven't gotten your, you know, bought one of these, I mean, obviously, you know, spend at your own discretion, but 
that third ion particle, I will tell you what, that pissed me off for so many freaking months because you go all the way through and, you know, I got the trib and the one that I didn't spend the ion particle on was the battleship buff. Nice. Cocksucker motherfucker. And would you like to explain to all the plebs who have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, what that is? So if you go up on your research research tree, um, you get two ion particles at some point through your main mission line. And then you get to a point where your research requires an ion particle. I believe, is it in combat tree? I believe. Um, and the buffs that it gives are pretty good. So you get like you know 20% damage um for any one ship mm -hmm. but it is only that class of ship so mm -hmm. you know and like everything else still base damage and blah 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 but i mean it's it's a nice little boost and the only way to get those are the two you get through your main mission line and the one through the store yep you enjoy that you feel a little bit better now a little bit yeah yeah it's good to work stuff out Shout out to the barrage research. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And uh, Emerald's right. You get one from uh, the unlockable outlaw missions, which I think is both on the con and the mud one. And Emerald can correct me if I'm wrong. And then your main mission tree. And then you go buy the third. Yeah. They, it's interesting. You, you mentioned they haven't completed content. The, uh, the main mission line dies like at 57 or something like that. And, yeah. it, and it and and it auto unlocks wrongly uh, for your I think it's the uh, your research station like it gives you credit even if your research station wasn't actually leveled but mm -hmm. then it just it disappears entirely they didn't they don't have like the placeholder like they did with the board cube right go ahead and hit this 106 million yellow and for 5,000 you know, Doritos or I forget what the fuck it was but yeah it just dies. I would I would collect that currency if it was a currency. Understood. Don't pay me handy. Not going to do it. And they do have a thing for a, a, a level 60 combat legendary thing, but you got to kill a level 65. So that seems hard. Well, it's kind of like when the Borg Cube first came out. It was almost mm -hmm. in, it was impossible for anybody to do. And then eventually everybody starts blowing it up and, and that's easy. So. Wait, y'all! Whoa, 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 whoa! You're talking about the mission, the one in Beta Sector? Yeah. Who the hell blew it up? Because the second uh, you could you could go above fifty, it disappeared. And at that point, I all remember you had right. Was, and aren't you in the um? You're in the other well Discord, aren't you? In Skaz? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a couple people posted them. I must. That thing I must have missed it. Because I think yeah. I well, because I never full I never fully tiered, you know the yeah. the epics and the rares. Know, I have you there had like dozens 10. of people who maxed them, like multiple yeah max epics for people. Like I never made content about it because the average player would never see that sector nor see it after they get above level fifty plus anyway. But that's something but I, I followed out of curiosity. Oh, and I yeah, I would love to have seen that. You know, I probably just missed it, but yeah, that fucking thing. I was like. As soon as I got the Corvus, I was like, all right, you're mine, motherfucker. And it's like gone. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, now you got the new systems with this massive <laughs> black hole up there for no reason. Well, at least they put ships in it finally. They did, but there's no point in doing any of that crap, you know, just that, so that you can do research specifically for those ships. Exactly. I, stupid. See, and, well, stupid. I, 
I actually banked to some degree that, hey, maybe this assimilated research is going to do something actually productive. And I farmed a crap ton of those Nintendo controllers, you know, just to, just so I could do it for that research. But Ooh, I'm ben hopefully actually a nice question. Oh, go for it. Yeah, Ben Bet says, will there be any dev exploring more faction-centric content where if you choose one faction, a majority of the missions or rewards would benefit the specific faction? So, fun story might depress you because it's probably not happening, but originally, the design of factions was to include sub-factions. So, like for the Federation, there was Vulcan and Andorian, if I remembering right, and those there was actually two sub-factions. So, originally, they had designed and planned for if you win a faction... You would also open up these doors to other faction stuff and you'd go deeper into that faction's lore. It is still kind of like there, like it's on that back burner where if they wanted to, I guess you could say, jump back into the project, they could. At the moment, I'm pretty sure it's kind of a dead thing. But each of the three main factions had sub-factions, like the Klingons had the Gorn and I don't think it was the Nausicans, but maybe Nausicans. But there's these cool sub-things that they had planned out and they'd even started making the graphics for it and making some of the storylines. And at the moment, it is shelved. Maybe they go back to that at some point. The focus now on the game is all the TV shows. So that's why we're doing DS9 this year. And maybe next year, they'll do Voyager or maybe Voyager's at the end of this year. I don't know. But that's the primary focus. But at some point, I wouldn't be surprised if they revisit that idea because they already put so much work into it. Well, thanks, Parsi. That was random. What? Posting my YouTube channel. Oh man, that just you know, because it was cool of you to come and like hang out with us. Well, you you asked me to. <laughs> well, yeah, but you didn't have to. I guess true, but like, I mean, the you content creator like, of the people, hey, which doesn't count you, handy buddy, and I'd have been like, all right. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see if I just to share cool stuff with y'all. Let me see if I've still got the pictures of that. Hey, I'm curious, Rev. Have you ever uh, listened to the Trek Talk show that me, Kirk, and Tech do? I have listened to, I think, four episodes. Chef used to send me every episode that came out. Chef, don't talk to me anymore. But What a dick. Yeah, what a dick. I have, yeah, three time, three or four times, yeah. It's been a few months, though, because I used to only listen to them because Chef sent them to me. <laughs> well, shit, Chef. What the oh, hell? well, Chef, I mean, there you go, buddy. What, 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 what? Come on, man. So the truth is, as much as I enjoy the other content creators, I spend, I, I work 60, 60 to 80 hour weeks doing what I do between streaming, making videos, you know, working through the game, trying to catch up to all the freaking whales. So I really don't have a ton of time to spend in other content creators. I try to catch what I can. Like I'm at DJ's show live, like maybe once a month now, but I do try to get around when I can, but you know, I mean, my show is way more entertaining than DJ's. <laughs> Wow! His be inter- if you could wow take the hour. three hours of DJ into an hour, be entertaining as shit. But the three hours yeah, is just too it, long. It for is. Me. It is a little bit of a beat down. Yeah, they 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 do fucking go off the rails a lot. And I love the hell out of his show. Once again, I I love his show, but it's just too long for me to just be there and get the information I need. You know. Yeah. Well, I have the information, but you know what I mean. Like, if I was a regular player, for me, that's just too long. But it's also great because there's a ton of people who are at work or work from home where they could just have it up like a radio show or a podcast. And that's why the format's so successful. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, y'all distracted me. I was trying to find y'all some cool little, don't share this with 
other people's stuff. Well, I don't think anybody cares, but. I mean, if that's the case, you might want to get rid of uh, Twisted then, because he's going to tell everybody. Damn it, Riff. Okay. Um, I was trying to see if I still had the graphics for like some of the old, um, like what I was talking about, the sub-factions, because they actually made like the icons, just like we have for Federation. There's icons for the Vulcans and stuff like that. I'm trying to find them. We've got folders and folders of random-ass Star Trek content. Oh, here's your fun one. I'm going to delete this because I don't know if I'm supposed to share this one. <laughs> no, please do. Oh, oh, I can't. I actually can't share photos in the Nona meeting chat. Sorry, guys. Y'all don't get anything. Oh, rip. Yep. I don't get any. Hey. I can't share shit. Hey. I blame Twisted. Twisted. All right. I'll fix it. Hold on. I got it. <laughs> Andy's over here like, don't let him share shit. It's there dangerous. you go. Hey, okay. I gave you full access. Twisted was like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, I had full access. I was looking around like, oh, look at these bitches. Um, yeah, it quickly disappeared <laughs> as soon as I commented on it. You should be able to now, Rev. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking through. There's a couple of like random. Here's something that... Um, we just don't want Pars's asshole, okay? Just um, put it out there. Anybody guess what that is? Pars's asshole? That's not Pars's Yes, that's asshole. exactly what it looks like. Yikes. Freshly shaved. So if you remember <laughs> the it's a token, obviously, but what does yeah. that token look like? Oh, it's the the it, it looks like this one, doesn't it? Yeah. It's so the, the fucking warp thingy. The I fucking it's been so long since I've seen that one. The novice transfer token. So the novice one, the bronze one is for transferring level twelve and under. The gold one is the ability to transfer anywhere. Wow. But it's never been released in the game, and I don't know if it ever will be. But when they created that mechanic, obviously they didn't just create it to 12 and below. Do you, see in the, do you see in the future any ability to have, you know, inter-server battles of some sort? I mean, that's been discussed as a possibility. Short answer, yes. Long answer, when? I mean, yeah. Mm. Oh, here you go. Here's the... Um, I found them. So, like, there's the Vulcan one for the Federation. Oh, yeah, faction. that makes sense. Mm, here's the Gorn one. So, they actually had designed sub factions that parts of that are in the game now. They just never use. And are, are they ever going to, is this something that they're ever going to revisit? Potentially. Like I said, it's shelved. So, like, they don't, like any company, they don't create something, they just throw it in the trash when they decide not to use it. Right. But, I have no idea if they're ever going to revisit it and actually do anything with it. But I mean, it's there. I mean, if they choose to explore it. Crack smoking Pac-Man. I think that's what, you know, Gene and them were going for when mm -hmm. they were designing all of Star Trek. Like what looks like drugs? <laughs> but I mean, there's a ton of shit that they have that they've not released. Like anybody remember the beta videos with the strand? That ship is was originally a four star common ship, just sitting on a shelf somewhere, never been released. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, but that's not like, like that's not even me sharing some secret NDA stuff. They used to make promo videos with that ship. You know, join Star Trek Fleet Command. That was one of the ships in the promo videos. Yeah. So there's a lot of yeah, cool stuff whole, that they there was have a shelved. I guess line. there was a whole uncommon line of G four ships they never released. 
We got um like here's this ship. They've you know made stuff with a three nacelle. I mean, yeah, almost looks like a three nacelle Mayflower. Yep. I mean, so there's a lot of stuff that they've either experimented with or they made stuff for advertising or they made stuff in game and just never used. So there's all kinds of like cool stuff that is, you know, maybe comes to the game. So I, th I guess that's a good thing because they have content that they can be releasing for a very long time. Now, the, the, I guess the negative there is that, you know, will that ever happen? When will it happen? But they've got cool stuff that once they get past this, you know, We've got to release only stuff about DS9, the next generation, et cetera, because that's just kind of our theme for the year, where they can go from there. At what point do you think they'll be, like, properly staffed and have that staff working at its top efficiency? Jesus, don't get me lying to you. <laughs> Here y'all go for whoever asked about the Vengeance. There's the 3D model they created. Oh, wow. Man, that is a fucking cool-looking chip. Yeah, so at some point, maybe they get revisited and they bring it into the game and it's dope, but. I'd pay money for that. Yeah. So, oh, I'd here's another one. I'd probably pay stupid money for that. There's another four-star common ship. I'm just looking through old files from like two years ago. Oh, yeah, but there's um. Looks like a doorstop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh god the Vulcan doorstop love that too speculum alright now we're getting a little bit too specific yep. there caffeine yep. <laughs> Jesus good lord damn dude so I, I, it's all about how you look at it I guess because to me it's a positive or a negative they've got some really cool stuff you know that uh, at some point is probably going to enter into the game Like, yeah, I just man. wish had the staff to be pulling it all off like sooner than later. Yeah. Caffeine, remember, we draw the line after anything after the asshole. That's the line. Going in something, that's why we don't do speculums. It's only yeah. surface level. Surface level. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah, man. We have to have, I mean, there's got to be boundaries somewhere. Yeah. Somebody what, has. What about Ferengis? What about? Are they going to do anything with like Ferengis and Quark and Seriously? That? Deep Space Nine, it should be. Yeah, it's true. Well, let's see. I did... Where is it? Let me see if I can find it real quick. What's the uh, Ferengi fucking battlecruiser called? The Marauder. It, that's right. That's right. Let's see. November 2020, I made a video giving them seven different officers that they could use and how they could improve Ferengi in the game, so... Wayback machine. You triggered Rev? I'm just curious as to why AMG wants Ferengi. Should probably think <laughs> they have Burka bags. <laughs> Birkin. Birkin or whatever. Yeah, they get are. it right, Incho. I can't. I mean, bro. I'll trade Ubox for information. So. No. Gross. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> not not enough Star Trek nerds here, I guess. No, 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 no. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. No, don't save me now, party. Gross. Don't save me now. What do you, 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 what are you, what are you giving the gross for, AMG? It's like an ear blowjob. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it's not an ear blow job. It's just Could... rubbing the ears. Exactly. Please don't blow into my ear. Like getting a blow job, but for the ears. I mean, that's what it's supposed to represent. It was. I thought it was some of the most hilarious little snippets in DS9. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I I agree with you. But yeah, Ferengi could be explored. Anally. No. No. That that, there you go breaking the line again. I'm sorry, (laughs) Joe. I'm not sure if Darrow was trying to say orally with an O, but it made me really laugh <laughs> to see it spelled that way. Okay. Uh, the word you're looking for is this one. <laughs> but I get what they were saying, and it's a great pun, and it just made me giggle. I just wasn't sure if they intended it. because It's a fucking amazing pun. <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> a great pun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, just warn the chat now that I'm peaking. So the week's wow. hitting right. <laughs> are you a bowl man, or you still roll the blunts? No, 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 man. Edibles, edibles. I get that shit fucking delivered to me weekly. Well, I'm from Louisiana. That's not legal. Yeah, it's legal here, California. Nice. Well, I hope that fifty percent tax is worth it. So. Um, what else we got? Well, right now it feels worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I think AMG's a pervert. You gaslighting now? Yep. It happens a lot here. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Apparently, I'm a fat shamer. So is AMG, and she's a warmonger. No, 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 no. Handy is straight a fat shamer. There's a channel if you want to go ahead. There and is. Take a look yep. Where where people report the things that Handy fat shames. If you want to just dip in there and see the things that he talks about. I don't need to see Handy fabrication, and you all know it. I don't need to see Handy talking shit about me. I I don't need that. That's gonna make yeah, me feel yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think I have to deal with on a daily basis? Well, I mean, you chose that life. You're smoking weed. Of course you're going to be fat. You're eating all the time. I'll, I'll have you know that I don't eat all the time. I only eat once a day. I've watched enough 600-pound life to know something's not adding up here. Well, I used to be, I used to be 670. I'm uh, 328 now. Oh, hey, that's amazing. Congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. Thank Tremendous. you, man. Andy still makes fun of me. Wait, huge. Is that a fat joke? Oh, I'm pretty boy. sure it was. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, God. I hate oh. that too. <laughs> oh, love it. At, at least Ito's here to support me. Mm-hmm. Any um... buddy can support you, Pars. Oh, my God. Oh, Look wow. At add it. It. Jeez, add that to the channel. Out. Jeez, it handy. <laughs> the crease hey. sweat is annoying. Woof. Hey, you call it. Yeah. Call... <laughs> you call me a bad shamer enough, I'm just going to become one. <laughs> just like known as a bunch of bullies so you know well yeah, well, be bullies. well remember i'm a i'm a what am i a, a chinese hacker living in my mother's basement with a trust fund and Sound you like own it. all of our accounts yep yeah he's also, also family, my father yep and a cult leader you want some kool-aid yeah. rap <laughs> you should try it it's good what I always find hilarious is that whales on their own server 
are considered the most vile human beings, but if you just randomly are talking to them in Discord, you think they're the nicest people in the world. Everybody loves the whales from other servers. Of course. They never, they never like them when they're in your server. Yeah, right. no, that, that's, that is 99% of hate that most people throw out is, is either at Incho or at our alliance just because we exist. Yeah, I mean, I try to stay, I really dislike drama because it's really amazing to me how juvenile a game can be based around 35 to 55-year-old men, how they yeah. act like they're still in high school. But I try to focus on the game yes. fun. Like, honestly, that's the conversation we had last night uh, among several of us that are that are here because it, it's just it's just amazing how old older men and women just resort to high school bullshit. I'll be real, man. Knowing and like my Discord has got like special rooms, safe spaces for women so that they can get away from all the guys being shitheads. It's honestly yeah. just the guys. It's the the women really aren't. Having met hundreds of female players in this game, they're mainly just tired of bullshit that these 14-year-olds inside 44-year-old bodies are doing. So Well, Rev hasn't met Peachy. Have, have you have you met Dragon Silver? We can introduce. <laughs> oh yeah. You'll you'll love her. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not saying there's not drama from the females. It's just I know that's the stereotype that gets applied when it's really a bunch of men being whiny bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it is. Ninety nine percent of the the, <laughs> the the toxicity is done by fucking men. Yeah, it's well, that's because it's ninety nine percent of the players. Believe it or not, Handy? No. Really? What is the breakdown? Oh yeah, what is it? I'd say it's a lot closer to thirty to forty percent women. Really? Really? Most women in gaming will not tell you they're women because guys are assholes on the internet. Yeah, they're you fucking right. Yes. They're going to be shitty. They're going to be pervy. They're going to, you know, just be dicks. I mean, we had something and, similar with a player named Doc Chill just wild, wild out on one of our uh, alliance members. Like, basically, yeah. you know, hey, I want yeah. to do some online stuff with you. I mean, like, uh, my alliance leader... Her name is Trader. It took her over a year and a half to tell anybody in game, including her alliance, she was a woman because of the culture of gaming and just how sexist and asshole it can be. Yeah. So, which is sad. And, you know, yeah, we is. try to. Especially go, since it's older people that are playing the game. I mean, not older, but you know what I mean. It's not a, it's, it's not a bunch of it's adults. Well, they're supposed to be adults anyways. Honestly, that's what probably makes it worse because most people who are millennials or boomers are coming or Gen Xers are coming from cultures where that was a little bit more acceptable, which is sad that that's acceptable. But, you know, I, mean, I hear all the time from older guys than me how great the early 2000s gaming was and you have to worry about women in your game and shit. I'm like, well, that's, that's cool, I guess, but. Yeah. Why? Because they just can't bring themselves to be normal. Um, I find that the internet is actually a better representation of what normal is. Because, but keep in mind that I'm probably a nihilist and just a pessimist in general. I find that people as a whole are pretty shitty, and yeah. the internet just gives them the excuse to be who they really are. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. So yeah, anyway, the in terms of demographics, there's way more women in this game than people expect. But I mean, there are even women who have come to me wanting to talk about content creation, but are scared because they don't want their face out there. They don't want to get docs, shit like that. And, you know, it's sad. But even in 
if you look at just the studies of gaming in general, especially mobile gaming, women make up just as much, if not more, of the user base in a lot of different game styles. Women game a lot. They just don't talk about it, and they don't tell guys they're in games. That's exactly why AMG brought up one time she wanted to figure out a way that it wouldn't play the intro music because she felt embarrassed when she started the game. <laughs> oh <laughs> the Star God. Trek intro. <laughs> oh my God. It's- she did say that. That's a real story. It's still fucking hate push to talk. Why are you embarrassed, AMG? Just own it. No. I mean, it's not like a slider, AMG. This is an obvious thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, hey, Rev, I appreciate you coming on and Parzi for making you come on and bitching at you and all that I, shit, I, but I, 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 I'm I, I, getting I, yelled at by my wife to go to a uh, friend's birthday dinner, so peace, much love. You at least got one new subscriber out of today, so there's that. Somebody else? No, I did, on your site, after Parzi posted it. Sure. Yeah, I was already subscribed. Well, I'd lie to you and tell you I'm going to subscribe, but I won't. I did. Oh my god! As long as you send me that thousand dollar check, you promise. Yep. (laughs) And the Harrison shards. Yeah, the Harrison shards. There you go. (laughs) Does anybody else have any questions or comments they want to make? They want to talk to Rev about? Or is this the the part of the conversation where everyone just starts posting pictures of their b holes? Yikes! That's probably it. No, we do very I mean, much appreciate you coming, Rev. Yeah, of course. Cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I hope we can do it again sometime. Um, everyone, please go check out his channel. Support all that stuff. Um, yeah, man, like and like, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, like, subscribe. Uh, I can say, let's see, um, what video did I do two days ago? There's one video that AMG might be interested in the hint I dropped. So... Okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> All right, there you go. Cook says hint for next arc. I've dropped four hints in the past two days, so. I'm usually too fucking high to even know you're fucking giving a hint. <laughs> Cook says busy working. Hey, isn't excuses. Excuses. Hey, you know what's funny, Rev, is that um, there was one video that Pars and, Pars and I was talking about, and it was where you went, duh, 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 where you were like, I thought you were talking about the system over in TC, the one that you can't get into, like you can't own as an alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounded like you were hinting at that. And so we we're like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. They're going to open up that system. We need to come up with a game plan. I wonder what cool benefits it's going to have. And then it didn't come out. I was like, God, we suck at guessing. <laughs> Dude, I never guess right. Every single time, I guess. Do you know I'm if wrong. they're going to do anything with those three systems, Rev, since we're on it? No clue. No clue. I can say every content creator has basically the exact same hint that we're all doing regularly. Like we've all kind of agreed that this exact same hint we're going to keep showing to people over the next week. So it should be very obvious to a lot of people what the next arc is. If they're watching content, it's going to be DS nine. No, it's not. It's not. No, yeah. he just he said during our meeting that not as soon as we'd like, and that would be Deep Space Nine, obviously. So not as soon as we would like, meaning no, not he as, just said this year. Yeah, no, yeah. he said not as soon as we would like. That's, that's close enough. I, I did say this year, but 
it's January. So that's, <laughs> that's a wide ass gap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I well, mean, that answers my question, not DS9. No. Um, Would they revisit uh, Discovery or, or maybe Picard? I actually have to remind them that seasons are launching, so I don't know. Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Well, I'm led to believe that um, uh, the Star Trek guy, uh, basically, what is it, Paramount? Yeah. Or it's CBS, it or whatever. CBS. They're actually very involved with... Oh, well, they're more than very involved. They they have to authorize basically everything. They're, they're quite intrusive out here. Yes. They are extremely protected of their IP and also probably kind of looking for an excuse to yank it from them because they know they can sell the IP for more now that all the new shows are doing so well than yeah. what they did when they sold it to Scopely slash Digit three and a half years ago, four years ago now. I mean, if they pull it, though, that's basically going to end the game, yeah? Well, no, because what they, how it works in gaming is if they pull the IP, you'll keep everything that you already have. You just can't get new shit. Like uh, that happened with like games like Dead by Daylight, where Stranger Things or Netflix pulled their IP. If you already got the Stranger Things stuff you bought in the game, you can keep it, and it's there, and they'll play with it, and you can continue to use it in the game, but it's not available to anybody else after. So, anything that's currently in the game, like if they were to yank it all now. Everything that already exists, you could go through rehash, stories, mechanics, but you couldn't do new stuff. Maybe that's why they're fucking focusing on new stuff so much. Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. I mean, I think they're doing it more of, they just know that TNG, DS9 will make more money. Yeah. How does Star Trek Online ma uh, maintain their stuff? I mean, they've got a constant IP agreement where they give a certain percentage to CBS at all times. Keep in mind that that's an MMO different than mobile gaming. And, you know, there could be levels of exclusivity when it comes to how you're monetizing a platform. But, I mean, DS9 is coming this year. Um, quarter one, which we are already a month or so into? Mm, no. I just assumed it'd be a duality part five. We were actually trying to not have months like that. And even when TNG had five months, that wasn't the original plan. Other stuff got pushed back. So, like, there have been times where they wanted to have a certain officer. So they go through CBS and the actor and getting it written off. Is this met with your approval? Is this okay with you? And this is it's very particular. Like, you don't have to do that with every actor. But sometimes uh, actors will have rights to their character. And there was a oh. character that they wanted to get in the game that they did end up getting in the game, but took like two and a half months longer because they needed that actor to actually work with them and sign off on shit and approve it. And the actor missed several deadlines. Why do I feel like that's Worf? <laughs> it wasn't Worf. Oh, okay. But who I mean, just, that? I can't tell you that. Why not? NDA, man. Yeah. That's like, I'm not going to mess with CBS and Scopely and things that, I mean, that's not public information, so. Okay, gotcha. Sharing you, like, ships and stuff in the game, that, that's fine. I mean, a lot of that stuff's already been released or known about, but 
telling you how they work contracts and who specifically said basically i when i got told that i was specifically told by the dev don't say anything about that like this is a yeah. this this stays in house this can go out type thing and that's how a lot of conversations with devs go you'll have like 17 paragraphs of conversation and then they'll be like okay you can say this but none of that you got to figure what's the point even telling you well i mean Yes and no. I get for me, uh, it's good for me to know because it gives me context to why did this say, why did this art take longer to go to, or why did this content not come out when it did? Which is good for me because it's easier for me to translate to the players. Okay, well, they're focusing on this because other things are happening, you know. And I think it's right. good for the players to know the reasoning, even if they can't know the specifics. To know, okay, you were supposed to get that, but issues beyond Scopely's control said that that couldn't happen right now. And not well, every, I mean, I, I can appreciate that. And I think that's pretty cool. I didn't share all that detailed yeah, of information yeah. with you. And I think that's pretty neat. So like sometimes Scopely shits the bed, but then like when the AWS servers are shitting the bed, nothing Scopely can do about that. If CBS is not responding to them quick enough for them to get some content ready, well, nothing they can do about that. But you also like CBS is not going to let Scopely come out and say, oh, well, CBS shit the bed, y'all. We can't do anything because you can't, you can't go, you know, shit on CBS. So, yeah, of course not. There's always that extra bit like it's easy from the player side to get really, really pissed off at Scopely, especially with some of the issues that we think and are, I guess you would say, easily fixable or should have been fixed a long time ago. But then there's other stuff that, you know, we blame them for that there are reasons that it happens the way that it does. Yeah, I would say those situations are far and few between, though. It's usually Scopely's fault. Yeah, I can agree with that. Especially the everyday problems that we have. Like, you know, the fact that since iOS 12 came out years ago, they've yet to provide a very stable, consistent iOS platform. iOS is continually having problems all the time. You'll have like a two-month stretch where it's fine, and then you'll you'll be right back to oh my fifth generation iPad crashes every three minutes and while that does happen to I Android never, and stuff but I never upgrade my iOS and I never have any of these crashing issues everybody else does yeah but that iOS has horrible results all the time because iOS is changing shit in their updates and yeah so if you don't want your game to crash stop freaking updating your phone yeah that's just gonna break other things. Uh, I, my phone's perfectly fine. Everything works perfect. I don't have yeah. any issues at all. I still think you use a flip phone, to be honest with you. Uh, Who do you think he's just on this call with? You know me you, better than that. You can't but hear okay. the Motorola Razor right now? Yeah, dude, I was just about to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that phone was the hot ticket, the Razor. Yeah, I mean, I replaced that months ago. Okay, all right. <laughs> I found one of my old Nokia bricks the other day. I'm using a blueberry now. Oh, wow. Way, way to be modern, Andy. <laughs> Man's got a full QWERTY keyboard on his phone. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Thanks, Rev. I'm going to go. Okay, MG. Bye, 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 Bye <laughs> Well, we can end it there. I'll stop the recording. Rev, I hope we can, we can do this again. Um, I really, really appreciate you coming. Um, and uh, I really appreciate the Alliance and its allies. And that's why I did this. Because uh, everybody on this team is fucking awesome. And uh, so are you, Rev. Thank you very much, man.
Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, had fun. It was a good time. And we'll do it again soon.